0: Welcome in to Hour 3 of RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, Hour 3 is what we like to call the after hour. We get into topics that are a little bit more salacious, maybe a little bit more explicit, maybe.
1: Oh, is that what we doing? I don't know, not really.
0: <laughs> but usually we do. Do you know what I'm saying? Kind usually of we happens, do. Yeah. It just It's just the way that we set it up. But there's not as many. Although I am going to give an update on the G League player that was arrested with his girlfriend for killing that, the 19, young with mo- that 19-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. There's an update. He confessed, and there's more details that have emerged from that. So. We'll give those details. And as I mentioned, if you haven't... You talked about this last night, right? I did.
1: Yeah, I was listening when I was driving.
0: I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And
1: I was like, wait, what?
0: Take us with you on the go. So speaking of, if you haven't already, download the app. Right. Because the Dr. Simone married to medicine interview will only be available audio only. It won't be on YouTube. So download the app where you can listen to it there or you can go to the website and catch it there. Or you can listen to it live on the radio. So just wanted to remind you of that. That's coming towards the end of the hour. She's so sweet. So nice. You know, we had a great conversation. So
1: she needs to be nice to her sons, though.
0: Good. we talked about that. We definitely to get talked about head. that. These,
1: these are some young black men in their 20s out here in a world that already does not help or cater to them. And she should really fall back and but, just chill for the next have, episode.
0: Okay. But you have heard the idea that, you know, and a lot of times women tend to coddle their son or, you know, people in general coddle their sons and raise their daughters. So I think failure to launch is a real thing that can happen. And sometimes it's easy to get caught up in, well, I'm figuring it out. I like everything. Sometimes you have to dive in and then pull back.
1: And I'm glad that um, they have their father and their lives to advocate for them. Um, And even watching the episode, he made a very, very valid point. He was like, you knew what you wanted to be at 10. And it's such a different world then versus now like you knew what you wanted to be like you could say i wanted to be a doctor and there was a clear trajectory to make that happen the trajectory isn't so clear to make much happen anymore other than let's take a picture and look cute and order this grub hub like what are these people aspiring for and what 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 are people really going to school for other than like to be an attorney or a therapist or a doctor like you really don't need to go to school for something other than for those things so It's a different world.
0: It is. Let me ask you this, because I subscribe that one of the benefits, I don't know if it's still the same way, but one of the benefits I feel of college, and granted you can certainly get this working on the job or really at any job, but is the ability to work together in concert on group projects, dealing with different personalities, um, the responsibility of maybe not necessarily having someone over your shoulder to tell you, you know when to turn something in when to do things in that nature do you still see college as beneficial in those areas
1: um i went to college for different reasons i went because i knew that i was a black male and that my chances of me excelling in the world would be better if i had this Piece of paper behind my name or attached to my name in some form. Mm -hmm. Um, I picked something that I was good at naturally. I went to school for journalism. I knew that's what I wanted to do when I was younger. Okay. So the world that I come from, there was a clear trajectory. Now, in my case, it got a little convoluted. You know, by the time I got of age to actually go work, because you didn't need a, a degree to be a journalist anymore, like everybody was doing it because of the internet. So, because of my specifically what I wanted to do, it changed. So, I had to change with that, okay? Different world. still. The people don't have that anymore. I think the only real value to school these days is the social aspect and the networking and knowing people um, and sitting across from somebody who will potentially do something in 10 years to help you excel.
0: You don't think the interpersonal aspect is important, especially now with the generation that no. spends a lot more time isolated and not necessarily working together? And
1: here's my response to that. You t- technically you should have learned that in high school because it's the same thing
0: do you but do you have as much individualism in high school as far as projects and as you do in college where it's more focused and dialed down i felt down that
1: back? i did even even i graduated from high school about 25 years ago so i feel that you know it was i still was an individual uh-huh. and there still was um High school was started. it was a little different for me, you know, even 25 years. It started to get a little bit lax and, and change a little bit. So I think the social aspect you should have learned in, in high school because it was just like college for me. It was like, girl, oh, this is high school. Like, But and you see, went I to went a to,
0: performing arts high school, so that's it's true. different. So and I it, feel like that's a different vibe and energy that was pushed to there. And,
1: and also, I, I went to two HBCU, so it was also different from uh, uh, most experiences as well.
0: When we come forward, we're going to get into this keyfiD D story, more trending topics, more headlines. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. A-15-80. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So, Dwayne, Keefe D,
1: Davis, right? I'm like, who's that, Dwayne? Which one? Wade? <laughs>
0: Martin, all of them. Yeah, no. who, Which one? Keefe D. So he has said that, well, his lawyers, they claim that he should be released from prison, right? Well, he's in jail, I guess, technically. Social security. Um, he said that the prosecutor's filing, that they didn't introduce any inv- independent evidence, excuse me, connecting Kifidi D to the shooting, and that they used Dwayne's statements From his book, Compton Street Legend, as well as the various interviews he did with LAD TV, The Art of Dialogue, etc., right? So he's filed this motion requesting that he be released under his own recognizance, under the condition that he'll wear an electronic monitoring system. And basically, they say that he's not a threat, nor is he a flight risk. And they feel the bail amount was excessive because it exceeded $100,000. He also is claiming that he has health issues in addition to this lack of concrete evidence.
1: Anybody who's living right now has health issues.
0: (laughs) He says that, um, well, his lawyers claim that the claims made in his book and interviews were for entertainment purposes only. Why he felt it would be entertaining to say that he was in the car or handed the gun, as the same the reason why you the same to... reason
1: why you write a book called "If I Did It."
0: So um, he says that the rest of the evidence is hearsay, <laughs> and that the books and interviews conducted were just basically saying he was lying for the financial benefit.
1: Just out here and, talking,
0: yeah he believed that he had immunity so that's why he's saying he was lying
1: make that make sense there's no immunity for murder Well,
0: here's the thing they gave well he was given immunity he was given immunity to snitch he was questioned yeah earlier on or whatever for certain details so it's not that it's not quite true you know he pled not guilty to one count of murder with a deadly weapon but They're talking about when he was questioned back in 96, 97, when he initially was brought in. He says the truthfulness of the content of the interviews was never verified by anyone. He said that his client's actions were like great Kading. Kading was a former LAPD detective who investigated the deaths of Tupac and Biggie and released books and conducted interviews with many of the same outlets as Davis and also received compensation. He said the books and interviews were done for entertainment purposes and to make money and from a situation that Kading and others had already profited for. So he's saying they did it, I did it too. And I was lying and putting on extras to get my paper. I think one.
1: So they're not going to like find a way to like wrap this man up in perjury.
0: I mean, here's the thing. He's conducted several, several interviews. The interviews coincide with the statements that he has done. You know, like I said, with these various media outlets, there's probably some physical evidence that they recovered when they did those raids. He's cooked. He's cooked. He should have shut up right he should have shut up you wanting to be out there you, like they want to be famous you know we see all these rappers now saying back in the day the thing was yep, yeah, i lived everything in my raps even the guys that were lying about it because it created a certain image and it made them look a certain way once they started saying okay we believe you, and we're going to stick to everything that you say and follow you till we can find a situation to whether real or fabricated, right? hmm
1: hmm
0: And get you in a twist. Why are you talking about the—what happened to snitches get stitches? And I'm not talking about telling on if you see a crime or whatever. I'm talking about this self-proclaimed snitching. What is wrong with you people? If you are getting away with all of these things and you are a mastermind and so dastardly, why is the first thing that you want to do to go and tell the world? And part two to that is why is the public so gullible? And it's a catch-22 because we are seeing a lot of situations where people are coming forward years later. But Let's ask some intelligent questions sometimes. Let's make sure the stuff matches up instead of just the desire to hear something salacious and scandalous and be like, "See, I knew it. I knew that person was a snake." You know, let's use some applied logic.
1: No, people don't think anymore. Um they like to be spoon-fed everything. They're not going to do research there. Whatever people say, it's like, oh, yeah, that's it. They're taking it wrong with it as, like, fact and true.
0: And the wronger, the more outrageous it is, the more likely it is to, to be believed. Yes. So, you know, I, I think homeboy is cooked. But what do I know? You know, I'm not a lawyer. No, do I play one on the radio or TV? But it just seems that you should have quit while you were ahead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But And the way
1: that these cases are going these days... Honey, you could have a whole video running a marathon box from a, a crazy woman on the rampage and still get caught up in some mess.
0: <laughs> so, listen, I mean, you got to choose your conversations carefully.
1: Stay in the house and don't talk to nobody.
0: But they don't want to do that. That's oh, I,
1: I love that. It is it is fun. Move Move with somebody that you like and spend time with.
0: I mean, he had a wife.
1: Again, spend time, marry some, living, live in the house with somebody that you like, so it won't be boring. I don't know these. People or if you're gonna live in the house with somebody that you hate, make sure it's, they're they're a hateful, exciting person.
0: But is it even that? Isn't just isn't it just the desire to be popular, the desire Mm-mm. to you,
1: you know? know my goal popular. is to be rich and married and in the house, cooking and doing it.
0: You're gonna be doing the cooking. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: If I ever get married.
0: Shout out to you. Well, listen, there are reports that are surfacing that Mariah Carey love her her. boyfriend of seven years. She should have never dated him. Brian Tanaka.
1: That wasn't her boyfriend. That was a publicity stunt for seven years.
0: Well, part of the reason why they allegedly broke up is because he wants kids, and Mariah's like, "I'm cool, I'm done with that phase of my life."
1: Yeah, because he's trying to stitch something up. He's a backup dancer, a so stripper boy.
0: They, you know, they are 14 years apart. He mm-hmm. just turned 40. Mariah's 54. He wants to have a family. That's not where she's at, according to sources. Is she 54? This was page six.
1: Yeah. Oh, so she's getting an Arp card next year. Get her 15% discount. I love it. <laughs>
0: So, you know, she has her 12-year-old twins, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm sure if she wanted another kid, she'd just borrow one of no, No. I'm joking. She good. She's good with her own. So, I don't know. A lot, is, a lot of breakups in
1: it's Mercury retrograde right now. It's, it's not
0: even Mercury. Listen, listen. It's,
1: it's the year of, of exposing stuff that's built on shaky ground. Because that's of the yes. age of Aquarius.
0: But they're also, mm-hmm. I can't remember, there's a certain transit that is happening that started in May. And on my astrology back really quickly. And so if you have a mutable Venus sign, right? Mm-hmm. Or you are a mutable sign. And in a long term relationship, there will be cause to re examine the relationship and yes. the breakups are happening. Oh, aren't they? Listen, and some of the examples that I can give my, me, that could, you, you, yeah, we don't know Jesus about that, but Cardi B and Offset. Oh my God. Right? She's yeah. a Libra, mutable sign. Yeah. They're involved in it. Um, the, uh, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumper. Oh, Tiana. You know, there, there, there's a whole list that we have that um, I, love well, them so I don't have tonight because I looked at a couple of things, but I didn't come prepared because I didn't know we were going to have an astrology conversation. Before. We
1: always okay. have an astrology conversation.
0: Right. But I didn't know that I was going to need my receipts because, you know, I like to come with receipts. I don't just like to say things. I like to come with facts. Yes. So that um you can see for yourself and check it out. So i mentioned you said a
1: mutable sign right
0: mutable signs yeah so that's gemini that's libra Libra that is yeah
1: there you go and my mutable sign is and
0: maybe sag
1: no that's not fixed sag isn't fixed it's not no it's mutable oh okay Yep. Um, but yeah, my Venus is, in the, is an immutable sign. Okay, so. You Aquarius, know. very detached in love. <laughs> there you go.
0: Boom, boom, bam. So the formerly G League player, Chance. Oh my God. Come on, Che. I mentioned his story last night. He has confessed to the murder of 23 year old Mariana Rogers with his she's not his girlfriend she was a woman he don't sit up and tell me that
1: they sitting up having um sessions and he and girl because if this is if this is over some some sex Mm -hmm. i'm getting up and i'm walking out it's not okay good um i can sit down she
0: but sakari 19 and mariana had a some type of prior friendship relationship looks like they might have been um you know Going on some dates together, dates is another word that escorts use for. Oh, okay. So situations, yeah. What
1: did you call it earlier? Um, from the rap ish. What what is it called? Scam and seduce.
0: Seduce and
1: scheme. That one right there. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it looks like it involved a little bit of that. She went missing on December fifth in Vegas. She was from the um, Washington State area. I know her parents she was are a and so, according to reports, again, they were friends. Police found out that Sakari, the young girl, told friends that she wasn't feeling Mariana because she spoke to the police in LA about a missing Rolex. And it resulted in her boyfriend's arrest in a double murder case, a separate situation.
1: Right? So he just going around town getting Listen, mad, killing no, no, everybody. No,
0: no, 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 no. The NBA player was a different guy. Well, the G League player, I should say. He only played one game in the NBA. They met on a dating app about a year ago, and it hooked up a couple times and kept in contact. So they probably went on a date, right? Not sure, though. Just speculation. So what happened was she called her ex, which is Chance, And they, too, started planning to kill the young lady, right? mm -mm. They said that in a series of text messages, it revealed that the two were trying to get in a third party to help them, but it didn't pan out. The third party's name was Dre. So they came up with their own plan, and Chance was going to pose as a trick and was scheduled to meet up with Mariana under Sakari hooking it up so she was acting as the liaise okay so again probably something that they had done prior right so part of the plan was that he was going to she was going to let him know she was going to let her know excuse me that he was into kinky sex and wanted to tie both women up in the car because they were going on the date together you know and you pay extra for extra things, right? So she reportedly no was told tied me up in a car. that she <sighs> would be making $1,000 for the meet and greet.
1: And, to be tied up in a car,
0: $1,000? And I guess that would be a little bit extra.
1: Nah. So he used... L- wait, if, let's pause. Tw- like $1,000 to be tied up inside of a car? You're going to have to give me $25,000. To tie me up in a car. (laughs) Well, apparently that was the right price. No, it's not. You know what $1,000 is? That is a deposit. That's what that is. That is a cash app deposit for me to show up.
0: So Chance (laughs) used an HDMI cord to strangle her. And when he began strangling her, the other young lady joined in and strangled her as well. And they choked her. And then once she was unresponsive, they both checked her pulse to see that she was deceased. They then drove around until they found a spot in the desert and dumped her body. I was watching Cam and Mace discuss this. And Mace was like, you know what the problem is? They don't have God in their life. God is out of everything. And that's why we're seeing this. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous,
1: I just recommended an h d m i court to somebody on this show, and now people are being strangled with them. I don't like this at all you know i this is the reason why i i I just can't and i won't, and I'm not because you know what will happen i would make an i would be in that courtroom every day and I would make an out I, I listen as far as the family I would be in jail. Because I will wait until the last day, acting real calm, and out of nowhere I will just get up and just slices, like just. Because what are you doing? Like I will be somewhere m- livid,
0: horrible, horrible. And
1: yeah, okay, God, whatever you believe. But this too, you know what this is. This is this is, and I don't. And I'm gonna say this very light because I don't want to blame the parents. But when you pay attention to what your kids are doing and you're actively involved and you give your kids attention, they don't have to seek it other places. That is. This is lack of attention.
0: That is facts. Because here's the thing that I also mentioned. She was a medical assistant. She was making decent money.
1: Yeah. It's like what do you – people, This this – Wanted to be seen for the gram, taking pictures and doing stuff like this. When is it gonna stop? Like, because this is it is it's, it's poison.
0: Listen, when we come forward, more trending topics and headlines. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. News and Sports on the other side.
1: Come over here. You are locked
0: in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. It is December 20th, five days until Christmas. Are you rocking out to your Christmas songs? I mean, that is definitely on the list. Let it snow. Obviously, Temptations. Silent night. Obviously, Donny Hathaway. Obviously, Mariah Carey. You gotta have that on there. Santa Baby, Eartha Kitt version, please.
1: Ella Fitzgerald. Sleigh ride. Okay, Andy. TLC. TLC. Yes. That's
0: Slay a great one. Outcast. Players. Um. was it called Players Ball? Yeah, Players Ball. That was on the TLC uh, So So Death Christmas album. So that is, it's beginning to look a lot like what? Follow my every, it's a Christmas song.
1: My favorite Christmas song is Oh, and new
0: edition, Christmas all over the world.
1: Is the boys Christmas cheer. <laughs> Don't be too K on there.
0: <laughs> judo. All right. I mean, like, listen, what is the song? There's a song by um, Merry Christmas, baby, Charlie Brown. I think that's his name. So look good to me. And it has the guitar. It's amazing. It's an old school song, too. It's like a jazz blues song, Christmas song. So um, in theory, I love Christmas time. I love the music. I love the decorations. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm in the spirit, and I'm quite festive. I participate. That is the thing. Um... You got any big plans for
1: Christmas? No, just to be sleep. And to be and I don't I don't uh uh-uh. you know I had this um very ambitious goal to go back to Chicago to visit my grandmother, mm-hmm. and um, my aunt was betting against me, um, the whole time. She's like, "You ain't coming back for Christmas," you know. And I'm and I'm probably not gonna get on the plane. It's cold. It's not snowing though, so it's that's a good it's thing. Still cold. Yeah, um, it's
0: cold. The airports are gonna be crowded.
1: But I might change my mind and go. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna decide Saturday morning.
0: You still got time.
1: I definitely do.
0: Get the hot cocoa going. Yeah, I have Leave some Santa some cookies. Yeah,
1: and um, you know I like because. Um, Delta, they're very kind to me. They just let me fly whenever I feel like it, so I can just show up at the airport and just getting like give me a seat. Come on.
0: That means you fly a lot. Yeah. Let me remind you, if you haven't already, make sure that you download the app or you are locked into the KBLA website because coming up we have an interview with Dr. Simone Whitmore of Married to Medicine. She is she joined the show. I think she said in season five. I believe so she and her husband Cecil are the longest running couple on the franchise and we had a really... Not Toya and Eugene? No.
1: They came before then? I... She was one of the original people with, with Carrie and I don't know if she was on the Mariah. Original,
0: original but um,
1: you know yeah, I watched it from the start. You just watched it from yeah. the
0: very start. I was late to the party, but for a lot of fans, they seem to feel as though it has overtaken the real Housewives franchise, the two big ones, Atlanta and Potomac, as interesting TV.
1: Only because um most of the cast members have remained consistent and they don't they ha, they they've had some changes, but not too much to the point where you know, people stop watching. It got a little boring for me at a certain point and then they tried to spin it off to Married to Medicine LA and stick I with it. I watched them in LA. Yeah. A
0: couple of the doctors, I interviewed some of the people. A couple of the doctors actually lived in my neighborhood. I was, I was about to say,
1: yeah, a couple of the doctors, mm-hmm. I, 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 uh-huh, I, yeah, did. uh-huh. Um, I, I,
0: I appreciate one of the things Dr. Simone mentions in this interview. She talked about the fact that you get to see real doctors and real black doctors yes. in relationships. And that is, I know we talk a lot about reality TV and I have my mixed opinions about it. You know, sometimes I love it for the trashiness. Sometimes I wish there was, you know, better versions, but yeah, everything goes through I an like evolution process. Now. But I do appreciate, especially that they are female black doctors do you know i like seeing the men too both because we know that what it's less than one percent of doctors mm-hmm. are black african-american um specifically if we're talking about it so i do appreciate the representation from that aspect and you know
1: yes actually simona there they're, she's my favorite on the show okay I totally like yeah I she's because like she, she's to me the most grounded um i guess yeah, she's my favorite um the heavenly though she's got to turn she she is she uh, that I
0: mean Doctor S- she is certainly taking up the Nene Leakes banner
1: yeah right, she, but toward vein. towards the Omarosa spectrum because she's she's just some of the stuff the heavenly I'd be like really are we doing this I would hate to be related to you I would hate to be your child because I would give you the the heat.
0: Listen, when we come forward, we're gonna have more trending topics and headlines. We're going to have our interview with Dr. Simone Whitmore from Married to Medicine. Yes. So stay locked in.
1: 1580.
0: First off, I have to tell you, I love that you laugh and your laugh is so infectious and you don't care if others are laughing with you. I love that about you. So I just wanted to bring that to you first up.
2: Thank you so much. You are
0: welcome. So as the couple that has been on the show for the longest and a 27-year marriage, what does that feel like being in season 10 and looking back over the past what five seasons that you've been on and that you are the top?
2: It is amazing, first of all, that our show has been on for 10 years. Um, there are so many things I love about our show. I love the fact that America is getting to see some real black doctors on TV, not make believe, not through acting, but real black doctors. We represent such a, a minority of doctors in this country that that's a blessing. I also love the fact that we're able to show marriage in its good sense, but also in its negative sense because a lot of times when we're having problems you feel isolated you feel like oh nobody else is going through this but everybody's going through something and a lot of us are going through similar problems in our marriages but being on this platform really helped save my marriage and for that I'm grateful. Um, I love the fact that we've the OGs, we've been together for 10 years. We've gotten to know each other. We have real likes about each other. We have real dislikes about each other, but we're still able to function as a cohesive group. It is actually a unique situation. It
0: is. And kind of on that topic, you mentioned that the show Saved Your Marriage. You know, you hear a lot about reality TV curses and so forth. And you went through your own trials and tribulations with that, but have circled back. And you also almost lost a friendship behind it. So can you kind of talk about working through, you know, deeply rooted relationships in front of everyone and how the show saved your marriage?
2: It is really hard when you're going through your problems to be on a national platform and have your problems revealed. But it's helpful and educational because you also get to go back and see your own posture and attitude. And that's helpful because it has taught me how to grow from my own mistakes. In no relationship are you going to be mistake free. Right. And so I was able to learn some of the things that um, I was doing, but also the other castmates, the fans, everybody's giving their opinions to, which is helpful when it's constructive. And this group, the, the, my castmates, their husbands, they really rallied around me and Cecil. And Cecil and I were so stubborn that year, so petty that year that had it not been for this platform and us just at home with nobody getting in our face telling us how petty and how stubborn we were, we'd be divorced because in real life, your friends that are around you are just trying to keep the peace. They're not really willing to speak up and tell you like it is and that you're both wrong and you both need to get yourselves together. But this platform did it for us. And for that, I will be forever grateful for these ladies. But it was also one of the things, again, that I've learned, not just in my relationship with Cecil, in my relationship with the ladies, I'm extremely petty. I had no idea. I had no idea. You know, I thought it was a grudge holder. What'd you say? I said
0: rated P for petty.
2: (laughs) captain of the petty boat, but I had no idea how petty that I, I really am. And I'm working on that, working on being a a better friend and a better person. Jackie and I, we were cocked up thinking that nothing could interfere or break down our friendship because we had, we had been friends for so long. We'd gone through so many personal challenges together as friends that, um, We really thought nothing could interfere with it. And we now know that other people can interfere with it. And we have a promise with each other that now that we're back on track, we will let no man, no woman put asunder.
0: I love that. So this season saw the introduction of Phaedra and we've already seen some interesting things happen as a result of that union with the show. What are your thoughts on Phaedra joining the group and what it's brought to the show? Mm -hmm.
2: I didn't really know Phaedra well. i would seen her around over the years in the community at various events, but I didn't know her well. And she has been a welcomed and pleasant surprise. She has been so positive complimentary um she was trying i think to bridge the gap between us and quad but just bringing quad to the bachelorette party i think was a huge mistake she knows it was a mistake and we let her know it was a mistake (laughs) but i think she has been a, a, a wonderful addition to the group
0: so speaking of the bachelorette party another new addition this season has been Letitia's Sweet Tea um, what are your feelings around some of the events that happened at the bachelorette party and then further her decision to exclude Heavenly from her wedding
2: I think with the wedding planner calling in the middle of our in the middle of her bachelorette party I think was horrible with needing you know more money and I think when you call somebody as a professional you should say hey is this really a good time to talk to you Um, but it was like he was just so focused on getting that additional $14,000 and she was already stressed stressed with planning the wedding wanting everything to be perfect stressed that her mom and her sister you know had missed some of the important stuff like wedding dress shopping, you know, that sort of a thing. They weren't able to be here in Atlanta for that. Um, And so just emotionally stressed. She wanted Gregory to be more involved with planning the wedding, whereas he was just like, listen, I'm paying for it. I'm writing the checks. That's my involvement. You know what I mean? And as a new bride, all of that was stressful. So to have Johnny calling, needing more money, bad, bad news. And it was just that she probably leading up to that was on the brink of an emotional breakdown and that just tipped it on over. Then, you know, here's Miss Quad tipping in. She really took that well to me after her breakdown. I guess she was like, girl, nut, you can't do anything worse to me than asking for an additional 14 grand. But she um, enjoyed her bachelorette party, but it's just, she had that tense moment. But overall, before that, she had a great time. We ended the party on a good note after Toya put Quad out, so.
0: <laughs> and then what about Heavenly in the situation at the wedding?
2: Oh yeah. So Heavenly, we, we all know that Heavenly's speaks her mind. Oh my goodness. She gives her unfiltered thoughts and opinions. The problem is for you to say out loud that you don't think somebody should be getting married. Of course, Letitia's best friend and bride's, bridesmaid was sitting right there. Of course she took that back to Letitia and she should have. That's what friends are for, right? And um. Letitia scratching her name off the guest list, I think was completely appropriate. Heavenly deserved that. Her mouth um, gets her in trouble and a lot of the punishment fits the crime of her mouth.
0: So in keeping with that, we know that you keep it 100, right? That you are the bringer of realness. So you don't mind those moments when it's a pop back in those instances where you feel like it may have went a little too far or would you prefer it be handled away?
2: I do mind when things go too far, but unfortunately we're an emotional group of ladies and things say, and plus we've known each other for so long. We have real likes about each other and real dislikes. And I hate it when I have to pop off. But every now and again, you got to get some stuff off your, tr- your chest, and I just can't control how I get it off.
0: Well, that's understandable. We all have those moments. So kind of along those lines, you are dealing with your son in college, extending that time period. And we know that for some failure to launch is a real thing. Do you feel like Cecil is undermining you a bit by you know, wanting to give him a little more time? To Mm -hmm. figure it out.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Cecil and I have had many, 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 many debates and arguments over these kids. And it is because Cecil is a male and he can understand them. He can understand their journey. I cannot relate to them or their journey. All I can relate to is my bank account. Right. And how they are sucking the life out of my bank account. And it is, you know, my mom, she ruled with an iron fist. And I have tried to be similar to that. And I just wish sometimes Cecil would back me up on some of that. Um, The boys are, we've spoiled them. And that's okay, too. But it's time now to start standing on your own two feet, especially Miles. He's 25 years old. He's aging by the minute.
0: Do you think you would feel differently if they were girls? So you alluded to Cecil understanding their journey more. Do you think that if it was a female child, you would relate to her journey more? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, girls, we want to protect them in a different sort of way.
2: hmm I, by the time I was 25, I was paying my own bills. If I had an emergency, like, um, unexpected flat tire or car breakdown or anything where I needed some extra money, my mother was certainly there for me. But by 25, like I knew I had to get it and pay my own bills. And I just wish that Miles and Michael had that sense of, you know, time is coming where I need to pay my own bills. And Miles is clueless about bills, clueless.
0: Independence. you want to make sure they can take care of themselves. That's
2: right, that's right.
0: So in wrapping up, season 10 is a big number for any series, right? But for this one in particular, like you said, one that we get to see Black love and Black professional doctors, something in tangent that we don't necessarily see a lot in real life. What are your hopes that the fans walk away from this season with?
2: I hope the fans just walk away from with some laughter, first of all, that they get to laugh at our silly behaviors. I hope that the fans walk away with knowing that whatever they're going through in their relationship, somebody's already been through it. Somebody's already conquered it, and they can conquer it, too. Life is not just lying on a bed of roses. It's literally about walking through and getting stuck with some thorns. And also just having appreciation for our friendships, where we get into it. um, But I think that there is a genuine love and respect even when we're out of order um, with each other.
0: And that's real life, there are ups and downs. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Simone. I appreciate it. I looked. forward. You
2: are a beautiful lady. Your background is beautiful. So nice. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so
0: much. You as well. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Thank you, Jill.
0: Thank you. Thanks, VIPs, for locking into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. On the other side, the best of KBLA.